commencing operation domination as we dive into today's comics and witness the early days of civil war between the superior Decepticons and the inferior Autobots, ponder what could have been if events were different. What if Orion Pax fought Sentinel's rule in the Senate? What if Megatron played the long game and blackmailed the one oppressing Cybertron? Unfortunately, we do not live in that what-if scenario. We must think of the now and how we will be the ones to shape the world. Now then, you didn't tune in for me, else I would have my own podcast. Maybe I should talk to Swerve about that. While I ponder this, enjoy the show. Welcome to the podcast where we are currently recapping the events of Transformers IDW 2019 continuity. I'm Onyx Prime with my two co-hosts here. Hi, I'm Kilobyte. And I'm Clickbait. Moving on with our comic discussion for today's episode takes us to IDW Transformers issues 25 to 30. And as always, spoiler warning. So if you haven't already, we highly recommend you go back, read them, and then come and listen to the podcast. Also, we have a goal to reach 500 subscribers. We'll be holding a brand new kind of giveaway we've never done before. So click that subscribe button. Tell your friends it's a good time. Now, with that in mind, Clickbait, do you mind giving us the fun facts and trivia for the comics we're discussing for today's episode? Not at all. Let's get started with our fast facts for the day. Number of comics we're going to be discussing today is going to be six. The release was issue 25 was released on December 9th of 2020, with issue 30 coming out May 19th of 2021. Our writer is going to be Brian Reckley, and our artists are going to be Anna Malkova and Fico Osio, with colors by Joanna Lafuente and David Garcia Cruz. On to the trivia. In issue 26, Paramagna's Jailer Roadmaster began as a one-off character created for issue 43 of More Than Meets the Eye, though she later made a few background appearances during the Unicron crossover event. Termagax's fortress, possessing chicken-esque legs for locomotion, is likely inspired by the similar house of Baba Yaga, a witch from Slavic folklore. You know, when I was reading that, I was like, I bet it's Baba Yaga. Yeah, yeah. totally Baba Yaga. <laughs> In issue 27, after taking the radiation blast head-on, Sunstorm is left glowing with energy and is hot to the touch, suggesting that he's developing the corrosive radioactive powers that some other iterations of his character have displayed. This trait originated in Dreamweave Productions' Generation 1 series, and Sunstorm's mumbling that he saw something amid the light evokes his demented messiah complex from the Dreamwave era. In issue 29, when Chila hits Cybertron, they crash land in the city of Kallus, Perhaps not coincidentally, as Kayla's master, Onyx Prime, once ruled Kallus in ancient times before the first Cybertronian Civil War in IDW's first Transformers continuity. True. It's true. It was a beautiful it place. It is true. You know, I've been taking... <laughs> I've been you taking, were a different Onyx. I've been taking some lessons from Blur on public speaking. He tells me I talk too slow, but then everybody else tells me I tend to talk too fast. So, I don't know. Is Blur a good option for these public speaking lessons? Because I'm really not sure at this point. Well, he's the Moving on bond. with our uh, <laughs> summaries. <laughs> wow. Not even going to offer me Absolutely, any advice. No. Uh, 
Blur is great, um, especially if you don't want anyone to understand you, uh, which is fine, uh, actually. So, Kilobyte, <laughs> can you give us the summaries of today's comics? Will do. Megatron's Decepticons have seized Iacon, overthrown the Senate, and captured Sentinel Prime. But when a Resistance Back to Rescue mission goes awry, Orion Pax must undergo the ultimate transformation. And as always, this information has been taken from the wiki. Bum, bum. Probably not the smartest way to start a revolution by most of the populace that you're trying to govern. Nice, nice. There's there's probably better ways to go about that. Atron needs to take some uh, government lessons. Yeah, no, I agree. (laughs) But before we dive in, let's give a special shout out to our Patreon. Thank you so much. Witness their lists as they fly across the screen. Your name could be here too. Beautiful. Thank you so much Beautiful. for the support. They're wonderful people, aren't they? They are. You know, there's this one that's really cool. <laughs> we don't pick favorites here. No, we don't, yeah, pick, we don't favorites. pick favorites. That's like picking uh, your favorite Turbo Fox. Have a mirror. We would have a mirror. Oh Definitely. Have a mirror. Let's move on, please. Are you two <laughs> ready? I'm always ready. I'm ready. Okay, let's start off with the first issue, number 25, with Wheeljack nearly escaping the rise from the winged moon and makes it back to uh, a different Cybertron than he is used to. Things are looking bleak. Orion Pax, Sentinel Prime, and many others are prisoners of Megatron and the Decepticons. What are our thoughts? Definitely a hostile takeover happening there. Sure. I feel like at the same time, the people that Megatron has arrested are public enemies number one, at least to the Decepticons. Throughout the entire issue, they have about two guards to no guards. Megatron is claiming to have these thousands of followers of the Decepticons and hundreds of loyal members backing him up as soldiers and security that he can't even take more than two soldiers to guard one and two. Well, if there's two people you guard, you have one per person, right? <laughs> I mean, that only works so long as nobody comes to rescue them and your prisoner stays restrained or under control. Otherwise, I mean, Optimus, uh, Orion is a pretty big bot. Sentinel is a very big bot. If anything were to happen to those restraints, it would be over. I think he has uh, Ravage and somebody well, else so watching them. They have uh, Laser Beak and Ravage. Laser Beak and Ravage, okay. Yeah. But they're they're looking at the camera, the security feed. They're not really, like, in front of the, of the prison cell. Right. They should have more guards if they want to really contain these prisoners. I really enjoy the rescue party it was great especially the sass between strong arm and prowl throughout the entire rescue mission and then when brawn is figuring out where to throw chain claw chain claw (laughs) poor chain claw like is this gonna hurt didn't you get checked out last here no here (laughs) i love seeing all these little cassette they're not necessarily cassette but they're Chain Claw turned into uh, kind of like a saber tooth tiger, but we've seen so many bots that turn into creatures like this in, in these issues, and I just like seeing them because it we, we're used to vehicles, so I just like seeing the, the little beast modes that, that are also like cassettes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Ravage 100%. looks like a little like a mouse this time. Or, no. I don't know if it's just me, but in some of the panels it looks like a little mouse instead of a instead of a jaguar. Yeah. And. Yeah, I could see that. He's def- definitely got the ears yeah. and the tails. is more mouse-like. Another thing I want to bring up 
how gory this issue is. Oh, really like is. roulette is turned into Swiss cheese. Chainclaw is decapitated. Sideswipe and Bumper are riddled with splinters and Sentinel Prime. Oh boy, he gets electrocuted, burned with acid, and sliced. Yeah, in half. so I I feel like the point needs to be made that after an entire hostile takeover of the Senate, a complete overturn of the existing government, a massive violence, chaos in the streets, Sentinel Prime is more concerned with his agenda than solving the problem or protecting his people. All he wants to do is go make a statement. That's it. He doesn't want to see what's going on. He's mm -hmm. not taking a minute to assess what's going on. He's not, you know, thinking through that Megatron probably has people on standby. They they know that they've escaped. All he's concerned about is propagating his agenda, which is literally his fatal flaw that we literally we see <laughs> become his fatal flaw in this issue. <laughs> Love his downfall. downfall. Love the Rainmakers, though. They're cool. Yes. I love their I, representation so far. How many Seekers? I thought Sentinel would put up a, a bigger fight because of the 2005 continuity, but this one really didn't <laughs> okay, last. Okay, but he couldn't do much. No, there was not yeah. much to do. You can't... All three Rainmakers are together? It's the Rainmakers. Yeah. It's like the yeah. entire point of it. Yeah, but... That's true. Get ready for the storm. Yeah. Mm. And, I really enjoy a lot of the oh, visuals. The visuals and the artwork. Absolutely beautiful. Incredible. I loved Strika... We got to see her new heavies in this, that we've been talking about Stryka's heavies mm -hmm. for a while. And I think this is one of the first. Can you elaborate on that real quick so it doesn't sound weird? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the heavies. The heavies are the... the Stryka's elite strength team. Stryka's elite strength team. Stryka's heavies. Heavy assault. Heavy... Yeah, heavy her heavy assault strike team. Okay, um, we've we've been Thank you. we've been hearing. About, <laughs> I'm definitely not dying over here laughing. We've been hearing about them for a while, and this is one of the first times we see an old school like Rise of the Threefold Spark team get back together. Because we kind of saw Ultra Magnus's team previously, but this is the first time the team is interacting and you know affecting Cybertron and where it's at currently. And we'll see we see more throughout episodes that we've read it's really cool to see our first team being brought together even though it's not all of the original members i believe the only original mm -hmm. member in here is it was i think it was blitzwing no blitzwing and there was one more heavyweight i believe yeah i like heavyweight i like the yeah. design for heavyweight with the the orange and black stripes mm -hmm. and the little goggles Very i thought cool. they were cool but we also see Snapdragon, which is one of the the sea yeah. cons. So yeah. I, 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 I like seeing cool. that. I really liked that um, little poem slash prayer that Groove was saying. How did you pronounce the name? Mortalus. Mortalus. Yeah, Mortalus's yeah. prayer. Prime. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was super cool. I don't think he's technically a prime. I think they're just demigods. But well, this this got this different continuity. So yeah, they haven't said prime. Entirely. Yeah, yeah, it's it's kind yeah. of rolls off. <laughs> prime, yeah, prime. Yeah, I don't know enough about him to say anything about that. I'll go look him up though. But what was what was the oh quote? the it was the I put together the whole thing, and it's about I believe it's about embracing death, which is super cool, especially dealing with what these DevOps people are dealing with because they've never seen this kind of thing before. So, mortalist prayer. Mm -hmm. It goes like this. Um... We reside in you. We return to you. We fear not the reunion of all in you. We remain one of you even when we remember it not. You are the source from which every life's journey springs. 
and the site of its last repose. All were one in you, all shall be one in you. This is our armor, this is our comfort when all is done. This is the truth that bears our weight. We reside in you, we return to you, we fear not the reunion of all in you. And I thought that was cool. I liked that they had it very cohesive. You know, they took the time to go through the entire thing as mm -hmm. there's mass chaos and mass carnage and everything these bots have ever known is being called into question and they're having to question their values and their morals and how far they're willing to go protect an ideal that they didn't know they right. stood for until recently. Exactly. There was a lot. There's in this so issue. much to unpack. And it's one I want to ask you about uh, Kilo is Orion yes! gets the Matrix and we get kind of a mindscape of all the histories, past and knowledge slowly coming to him. But I have a theory. They mentioned that all things come back to the AllSpark and Orion asks about Exarchon, uh, not Shebron to get it confused with. I'm sure that's <laughs> related in some way. But his guide says, no, they have not. So maybe they're still alive. Art also, are absolutely gorgeous. But Kilo, yeah. wait. Hello, clickbait. We we were there. Sarkon is the one that's merged with Cybertron, connected, right? So uh, I I wouldn't assume they would be dead. I feel like yeah, Exarchon was one of the major players in the war for the threefold spark, from what we've heard. But they never really say what yeah. happened, how they defeated him, what happened, in what way mm -hmm. he was defeated. Was he put into stasis, put into slumber, exiled like Liege Maximo? We don't know. They don't talk about it. You know, you see. Dolus in this mindscape, you see all the primes before Orion and Optimus. But my favorite thing in all of this is the fact that in the end, it comes down to a choice. Yes, the Matrix chose Optimus or Orion at mm -hmm. this point, but he can choose to reject it. The Matrix calls them, as I believe it's uh, Codexa says, to service, but you have to be able to accept that burden because once you do, there's no going back. It's yours until you die or pass it on. And so I thought that was really cool. Right. But his choice isn't the only one, yes. right? Because the Matrix has to make its choice as well. But you won't know if the Matrix made exactly. the same choice as you. Yeah. Codexa is the one that's connected to Cybertron. Never mind. I yep. got it. Okay. I figured it out. <laughs> so I thought that was cool that ultimately it's a choice and that you have to choose oh. to accept that. You know, in some continuities, it's kind of presumed that it's placed up onto yeah. them without them. They're just kind of, they just kind of have to take it. But I really mm -hmm. like that in this moment, Optimus or Orion chose to accept that burden in order to make Cybertron a better place. It gives more of the illusion or or uh, thought bubble or um, pondering. I'm trying to find the word for it. That the the moment of self doubt, like yeah. you never know. It was really good. I liked it. I know. And that's just the we're first gonna be issue, here guys. forever. That's just, that's just issue twenty five. <laughs> This one's this one's really long, so we're gonna dive right into the next one. Uh, with Termag Termagax showing up to the Decepticon headquarters, upset with how everything has turned out, and their confrontation with Megatron. I really like oh, yeah. the body drones Termagax has been using. It reminds me; it feels like they got the idea from facing mm -hmm, threefold spark sure. with Exarchon using a body double. That's what it feels like. Like yeah, she learned she was from the super past involved in that. that Termagax in was present. heavily involved in the war of the threefold spark, yeah. Yes. I liked it. Uh, at first before they show you that's a, a different body, I'm like, I, I guess they died. I thought it would have been more cool. <laughs> Megatron was so bad. I, I think it would have been cooler 
Yeah, oh, she's, yeah. She's like, oh, what have you done, Megatron? It's like, you're, you're the fool. fool whatever, baby. Megatron just shoots her. And so I thought... Oh, wait, I am the fool. <laughs> I thought she was just going to stand <laughs> up and be like, that didn't hurt that much or whatever. And then and then they're like, oh, she's dead. I'm like, well, that didn't... That wasn't as cool as I thought it was going to be. And they're like, oh, it's a different yeah. body. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And we've been seeing them fight over letting Paramagna out for pretty much all the issues. It's been an ongoing battle between oh, yeah. Sentinel, um, Orion, and Ironhide. And the first order of business that Optimus does when he becomes Prime is let out Paramagna, who's controversially one of the highest and most severely guarded prisoners <laughs> that they have. So I thought that was a really bold right. move for a brand new leader of a faction that's on the run. I enjoy... I love her um, already, though. Jumpstream. Oh, Jumpstream is so yes, cute. Yes, Paramagna, obviously. She's fabulous. She's, She's adorable. Like, I enjoy I like literally jump stream like it she can do little teleports not like <laughs> teleport wherever she wants just like a little far distance almost like a jump telehops she hops from place yeah. to place yeah. it's like that movie Jumper, i love that uh, movie was playing at the, the bar <laughs> the really it's it's not a great movie but it's i love it it's great i haven't seen it's not great but i love it okay but yeah <laughs> but, iron magna great she's a strong tall love her. lady she's beautiful <laughs> I like I like the the reasoning for Jumpstream uh colors being the same as Pirates because it was you know because they were putting up a stand to be like no I'll let her out and kind of show that they are they were with Pirates. Well, you don't really get it right away. So you kind of get a cool. feeling of it, but exactly. she is obviously an incredibly competent leader, warrior. But you know, she, yeah, she's. But you kind of—they've been down talking yeah, her sure. for many issues, but and now needs. she gets out, and the first thing she says is very insightful and very general-like. And I thought it was super cool. Well, there's a there's a panel. She's just standing, looking at the sun, yeah, and then her hands are in the obscure, back, and I'm like, yeah, yeah uh -huh. that's, she's gonna destroy the world. <laughs> I do you feel like? I was gonna say, I do feel like we need to address two things. Firstly, I've said this before, and I'll say it again: hologram sound wave is gorgeous. Gorgeous, okay? Gorgeous. Secondly, mm. <laughs> I feel like we gotta Valentine's call special. to attention that Megatron has just forcefully taken over a government. Instead of trying to win people over to his side, mm -hmm. he's straight up treating these senators like prisoners of war and is starving them of Energon until they bend to his will. And he says that, don't give them Energon until they bend to my will. All I could think of was, oh my gosh, that's a really big escalation. He's completely thrown his public image to the wind, obviously, by this point. It's so early on in a movement to do this. Yeah, you went full tyrant. He's, he just didn't care. Yeah. He's done with it. He's tired. He's done waiting. He's doing what they did to, to him in the mines yeah. and all. And, oh, I don't know. I'm mm -hmm. kind of getting stuff Very from 2005, similar. but I'm assuming kind of similar things might have happened here, but he's probably trying to treat them the same way they treated them when they agree, were... yeah. I think uh, right. he was a minor You're and all that. Something. Flipping to World War Moon. I love this one. With Team Stream dealing with mm -hmm. the counterattack by Skylink, Firestar, Windblade, and Springer. Any favorite scenes in this one? Team yes. Stream. Team Stream. I, I love Flame War. Flame War so nice. <laughs> Wow. Well, again, all well. I can hear is hashtags voice, or is it hashtags voice from Earthspark? <laughs> She's trying to convince Dr. Yeah. What's his name? I wanted to say Robotnik, but that's the wrong Earth movie. <laughs> Meridian. Dr. Meridian, Meridian, that they have brought in the Autobots as prisoners. That's all I can hear. That's it. 
I love Skylinks. I like Skylinks being able to mm-hmm. control both mm-hmm. parts of his alternate mode, if you want to call it like that. But like his, he disengages the bottom part and turns into his lion. And he's like, hey, I'm going to be in two places mm-hmm. at once. So I might not be able to answer you back. But while he's in space, leading I thought it was funny that Slipstream had to clarify. Okay, we see Skylinks, but do you see all of Skylinks? Yeah, do you see all, <laughs> of, all of him there? <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think we've maybe maybe in G one, but I don't think we've seen that with him being having to control both yeah, parts. He was mostly Especially the one in two thousand five. Yeah. He was mostly one full piece. So, so I thought that was very cool. Like very interesting yeah. that he could just manipulate two different parts of his bodies yes his mm-hmm. functions are not 100 percent, but it's still still cool. a force to be reckoned with absolutely a force to be reckoned with love the various seeker designs in this everybody looks so different and it's beautiful yes hot link and then we've Which got is what you want yeah everyone look a little then different sunstorm <laughs> that was funky let's talk about creating black holes Creating mini black holes. Yeah. And the... This is our science <laughs> section of the show where we talk about creating black shows. What? Okay, let me get my coat How on. they are made. Okay. Let me get my glasses totally on. Ripped. Okay. okay. So, <laughs> listeners, take notes. I have the whiteboard. Kilobyte, write this down. Black I'm holes are bad, okay? We'll do. Mm-hmm. They're bad. <laughs> Especially miniature ones. Especially miniature uh, there's this thing called the uh, event horizon. <laughs> mm-hmm. Once you go past it, you get this really fun science word where you get spaghettification. Spaghettification? Where you literally get... Yeah, it's a real science I'm term. I'm going to right now. You get stretched out and pulled into the you epicenter of the black hole. And um, onlookers it is a will real see word. you forever, but... Um, oh my gosh! Yeah, you you <laughs> doubt my doubt knowledge! You, <laughs> you doubt my knowledge! <laughs> There's a picture. All right, that's it. Today's lesson, class dismissed. Yes, you're welcome. All right. I added a note that said Perfect. clickbait. You got your All right, flipping to our next wait, issue. Wait, wait, wait. Cyclonus is on the hunt awesome. for six shot, and Starscream continues to play mind games with everyone. Theories. You need to reset your graphics card on your on your brain module. Malfunctioning severely. I feel like we brushed past that way too quickly. And now no, we're no, gonna, it's great. Now we're gonna have out. to do. You, got, you even got now extra credit. Now we're gonna credit. have to do quick, quick quotes yeah. at the end because we've already passed like yeah. two of them. <laughs> okay, we'll do that then. Uh, yeah. So what's going on with Sunstorm? <laughs> That's gonna be interesting. That's gonna be fun later. Yeah. Now we can go to issue twenty-eight. Yeah, that'll be fun. Okay, Cyclonus. Poor Cyclonus. Yes. One army. Would you like to elaborate more? He's going through it right now. Okay, he's he's trying to go find Six Shot because Six Shot has participated in the desecration of the memorial wall, memorial monument. Yeah, and he, as he walks up to confront Six Shot, he's reciting these names. And he says, "How dare you? These you who don't even know who's on this. You know, you shouldn't should show some respect for the people who've passed on." Basically, and Six Shot just proceeds to engage him in combat and then tells poor Cyclonus that he let Paramagna out who contributed to the death of it was Paragon? It was Paragon. Paragon. Yes, Paragon. Yeah, so poor Cyclonus goes through about eight different emotions in this episode and I believe 
next one also, or did it all happen in this one where Paramagma, Paramagna confronts Cyclonus? Okay, no, so we'll get there. One. So poor Cyclonus is going through all this, all these emotions, rapid fire, allying with the Autobots. He's spoken with Optimus before about the threat of Starscream and Megatron, and now he's on the Decepticon side because the Autobots let out Paramagna. And I just feel so bad for this guy because he's just bebopping back and forth and he's in severe distress the entire time. I got time. a little disappointed with that scene because I thought they might have been taking Cyclonus in a different direction. And instead of him being a Decepticon in here, he would be an Autobot. And then especially because he was going after Sixshot and then Sixshot just says, Paramagna's out. And he's like, oh, okay, then I'll just let me go uh, after her and kill her and then you and not I are good. Not that I'm like, he's ah, not an that. Autobot. It's that he strictly that was, has a vendetta uh, for <laughs> Paramagna because as of right now, she is the one who caused Paragon's death and Paragon was Cyclonus's partner. Like for a bot like Cyclonus, I totally see that as being justified in his mind. Because even like we'll see later, he doesn't attack the Autobots. He only goes after Paramagna. No, he has an honor yeah. code, that's for sure. But... I think he I too, but I think he might later. I, I think he's going to end up allying with the I don't Autobots. Think, I don't think he should have been like, okay, if you give me the head for Pyromagna, <laughs> we'll go, we're he'll, good here, He'll buddy. lose it eventually. You know, I don't like that. <laughs> but he, did, he hasn't joined any factions either. He doesn't have any of the, of the symbols on him. Like, he doesn't have a Decepticon or an Autobot. And I know he's always been a Decepticon, but I thought in this series he might just always side with the Autobots. So that's... I thought the direction yeah. they well, were going because he he's been through so much. But now he's like, oh, no, no, the Autobots mm -hmm. did this? Okay, now I'm angry. And I'm like, oh, I'm not convinced your he's theories or thoughts on Dithosaurus being in a slumber, reliving the, not reliving, but living his <laughs> fantasies of tearing He's so Cliff mad at Cliff Jumper. <laughs> well, yeah, I feel like he also he has, has a problem. problem. That's what I feel. <laughs> I like how he got fixed and then got out of, I think... He got out of jail or something, and then he's like, okay, Swindle, here. Here's all my money. I just need you to put me in this machine and just make mm -hmm. me mm -hmm. enjoy this fantasy of killing Cliff Jumper until I tell you to. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I guess that's how you can deal with yep. your psychopathic tendencies, I guess. That's a source of therapist. Maybe Wrong will be available, or Freud. He's <laughs> wrong, yeah. In our next Yeah, Freud issue, is here, too. We get an ethical decision uh, about Titan Sparks. Why Ooh. they haven't been forged, but instead their sparks, when they rise up from the well or forge, are placed into storage because they take up too many resources. In this issue, we also get the signature prime truck attack mode <laughs> and what looks like Nova Storm, which so I got mixed up a little bit because Nova Storm and Sunstorm look yeah, very they, similar, they but they're different. They're two different bots. One is one is orange with yellow. Yeah, and one's yellow exactly. With orange. Uh, one is male, one's female too. So that helps a little bit. But sometimes you can't see their face, which is the only thing that kind of gives it away a little bit in this. Yeah. No, I think their face is the same too. They don't have any you see? Uh, what you would call female features on there. Like they don't have the the lips that they usually put on them. So All right. They both look the same. Okay, talk about the tightest yeah. parts. I'm looking this not up. Not okay. That is a not okay. <laughs> not no. Uh, and we see it's, that horror I, on Optimus's face. It's not okay, but I feel like I don't okay. I understand like, the I logic behind it, it, but like I because they they they're like, hey, we don't want to create more more titans because somebody could use them against all of us and all that. You yes. know, they're so big. 
we don't have anything to protect us from it. So we're we're just putting them in stasis until you know we make sure nobody can use them for harm, which is something that Megatron's mm-hmm. already done. So I, I they they rub them. Yeah, I don't like will. that. I don't I, like that. But I also understand that hey, we don't want to create more because of the you know. So it's kind of kind of yeah. Like a gray area. I mean, <laughs> I feel like. Optimus is placing a lot of this blame on Sentinel for this, but we don't know if it was Sentinel who sanctioned this or if it was a nominous sanction that Sentinel felt like he had to uphold because how do you tell that to the public? How do you go back once that decision's been made? You you can't really tell the public about it at that point without inciting massive aggression. You just don't bring it up. Which is exactly what they did. Exactly. So... I mean, I don't think the blame should be placed on Sentinel for this because I'm relatively sure it was at least as far back as Nominus because he's the one who implemented all these crazy edicts that are causing all of this. Yeah. So, yeah. Also, okay. No, and it's not like they killed well, them. They just well, put them in space. That... Yeah. <laughs> one could argue what's so worse. They killed him later. <laughs> They're sleeping. Well, no, the, well, they like, didn't kill them. Megatron killed them. Alternate covers but, for this. You know, particular issue is super cool because it shows Optimus with a what looks to be a Titan spark in his hands. And that's super cool. I thought I liked that mm-hmm. visual a lot. I also liked how they really addressed Ironhide. He really addressed Javelin's PTSD from the attack. Yes, I, I really that appreciated that. that and how Ironhide was like, hey, it's okay. We're all a little bit messed up, but we're here to embrace that in each other and fill in the gaps. I thought that was super cool and just really illustrated how good of a general or at least a commander he okay, is. Okay, I did the research. So I, I really Sunstorm, appreciated that. Nova <laughs> All right. So Sunstorm, looking at the comics, which I know they're two different artists, has a tiny waist. Sunstorm does. Other than that, they look identical. A tiny little waist. That's... <laughs> well, the Sunstorm, Sunstorm yeah, is Sunstorm the one on the moon, moon, right? And the moon has a different... Has a different yeah, art has, style. That's like why the, I said it has a different the art style. The alternate yeah. mode, I think it's the yeah. video game. Yeah, the, it has more of the video game. So the video games, mm-hmm. they all kind of yeah. had smaller waist. So yeah, yeah, they look almost the same, which is kind of not what you want to do when you have two characters that look almost the same, that are not the same character. I don't know. But anyway, that was... Also... That don't forget that don't forget to that. address Starscream playing both sides already. Yes. Because Megatron pissed game. him off. He's the one that told the Autobots about the Titan Yes, sparks. he is. Even though Perceptor already knew, but Perceptor hadn't officially joined the Autobots yet and was used to, you know, being its well, Nobody would have told them that Perceptor exactly. would have How never told anybody. How did we feel at the end with the Forge and what happened to the other Titans in orbit? Not cool, Megatron. It happened the same thing as the ones that were sleeping. They all they were frozen and put to stasis. No, in no, space they weren't frozen put to stasis. Landed. Megatron's crew overrode their codes. They talk about it, like deploying air yeah, brakes and well, rerouting the, the them. Code overrode yeah, it locked them, them in stasis, but then Megatron's the crew worked so, And they were they were already sleeping in in space, and then they were they were mind controlled with the code. So they they yeah. crashed that. The code corrupted them, and then they were like, "Hey, Cybertron, so. they don't care if you like. They don't need to be better. They just." If Optimus could get their hands on them, his hands on them, destroy them, which is not cool yeah, it's like because they're living beings. You. you can't do that. You can't just yeah. kill people because yeah. you feel like it because <laughs> it's convenient. I, I do. 
there there is a scene when they're in the forge that I found funny is that they are all all fighting to protect the forge, but then as soon as it's gonna blow up, like everybody just looks at each other and they're yeah, like, Okay, everybody get out. Okay, everybody, please, everybody. I was like, Oh my gosh. <laughs> so I like how Acid Storm was like, like even making his way in, like, like, and then they're like everyone's lighting out. He's like, Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, on that light note, shall we go to the last one? Sure. The oh, we found provoke, provoke. in that one. Provoke. Oh, that was somebody that's inside of Cyclonus's head. Oh, provoke. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. There's multiple one of them is characters he sees, and one of them is provoke. And then there's two two Decepticons that are inside of a Titan or looking at the crash and crash landings, and then they find yes. provoke, and they say that provoke is alive, even though they're like squished between two rocks. So. Maybe, Maybe the ones we've been seeing are not Today's ahoy, honk honk. So in our honk. last issue, it covers a hologram banter between old two old men. Oh wait, no, I was reading some Earth stuff. Uh, between Megatron and Optimus <laughs> with Pyromagna and Stryka as their carriers. Thoughts on this issue? It was super cool. I love how Optimus was like, I'm just going to go meet Megatron. And Pyromagna was like, I don't know how I feel about you, but no, you are not. <laughs> That's dumb. <laughs> yeah. Like that's it's a, a dumb, dumb idea. I thought it was great. I loved it. He's like, but he was my she's friend. Like, I don't I care. <laughs> yeah, she's like, like, it's gonna be a trap, and you know, it was, but because they weren't there, they didn't really, yeah, duke it out too much. They just kind of did a little bit of fighting, oh, and then they. What I thought went was away. cool is that it's revealed later on in this issue that the only reason the Autobots are still alive is because of Paramagna's command decision to use that as the distraction to get everybody mm -hmm. out because Megatron is using that as the distraction to target everybody. And unless you think like a military commander yes. like Megatron and Paramagna, you would never... Optimus thinks like a senator or like a librarian. You, he would never well, think that yet. Megatron's so, done the... Mm -hmm. He was in the war, but, he's been but I the role know, of a commander for a while. he was a commander. I know he worked with... with so Stryker, he has way more so. experience. What are your thoughts yeah. on Wind Charger? I thought that scene was pretty funny because they're like, they have wind charger. Oh no. That was great. <laughs> they're like, no, I'm out. Um, and then the dilemma between Cyclonus and Pyramagna. I thought it was interesting how once Pyramagna knew what it was about, she was like, oh, I get it. And she had just been talking about how the universe will come for her eventually. And she was like, oh, this must be it. I'll get, let him get his justice because I got mine. And Cyclonus is like, hold up. What's happening? An honorable death. Come on, <laughs> fight me. Yeah, so that was interesting. We got more seekers. <laughs> it, that was that, that interesting. Yes, I enjoyed great. more seekers. That was interesting. That's the end of my notes. Anything we need to circle back to um, talk more about? Does Windcharger do? We see the Pyra heavies. <laughs> we see the Pyra heavies, yes. More of the torchbearers, yeah. right? Are they Although called I don't the know if they call themselves that yet. Some of the torchbearers, and then we have Sunstreaker. They're called the torchbearers. They refer to them as companions. Continuity that has not been They've referred to them dropped. twice as Paramagnus companions. Yeah, it hasn't been named dropped but yet. I love it. Yeah. I love the squads. The squads are coming out. We've got Paramagnus squad, the companions or torchbearers or whatever. Strikers heavies, Ultra Magnus's group. I'm so excited to see what other squads come out it's gorgeous you mean striker <laughs> partners right no they call that like four times yeah i mean uh, i'm, I'm also, assuming yeah. i just okay. i the love the dialogue between paramagna and optimus because optimus is a budding never done this before he's he's trying to take this role as a commander very seriously i feel like you definitely get the feeling that the matrix has bestowed at least a little bit of cognizance or wisdom onto him about this because he's able to have this leader-to-leader -leader conversation with Paramagna and develop a strategy that 
prevents his entire people basically from being destroyed. And I I really liked that and how they were able to come to terms with mm-hmm. what's going on with Paramagna and what's going on with Optimus. There's a there's one last thing we got to talk about. Yeah, Green. Prowl's pet survived, and it's yeah, with him. Yeah, Green. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Are we ready? <laughs> no, for we gotta do clickbait's quick quotes. All right. Okay. Do the do the quotes. You know this what? We're gonna embrace it. Okay. Okay. First, Come on, let's quick go. quote. Is... Oh, you're not. Yeah, you're not editing. You edit it, so. <laughs> In issue 26, uh, this is by Optimus. Ironhide is voicing his displeasure at how Sentinel handled the situation. And Optimus says he faced a choice when the Matrix came to him. And in that moment, he chose to try. And I thought that was really cool because Optimus just experienced that. He wouldn't understand that regardless of how terrible Sentinel was and all the mistakes he made, he was prime because he agreed to try to make Cybertron a better place. And I thought that was cool. Next yeah. one is in issue 29. It's Mind Wipe, and it's when they're talking about deplo- uh, destroying the Titans. And he says, We end an era with the flick of a switch. And then Sparkstalker says, It's a lever, and you know, Mind Wipe, sometimes even I think you're a bit creepy. Which I thought was hilarious, because we've already established that Mind Wipe is definitely a creeper. Yeah, then the last one that I have is from issue 30. He's a rat with wings. He is a rat with wings. Literally. Uh, but the last quote I have is from issue 30, and it's between Optimus and Paramagna. And it's when Optimus says, we are not meant to be darkness. And I thought that was really cool because it, it kind of sums up everything that's happening. Everything that has happened is no matter what happens, where you've been, what has gone on in a character's life, what they've chosen to do. It's still a choice. You can choose to be better. You can choose to be worse. It's always a choice. And I think it's cool that the innate nature of... They're kind of referencing that the innate nature of Cybertrains is not to be darkness. It's to be change or to yeah. be better. And I thought that was really the cool. last one? Oh, we can do Rod Stars. Yeah, All that right, was lead it. us into Rod Stars. Me? There was so much covered in this. Honestly, I enjoyed it. I had a great read. I was, like, not bored at all. And Hologram Soundwave, always here for that. Um, Paramagna got some girl boss power coming into this. Five out of five. Kilo. It covers a lot. We get to see the kind of the beginning of it all, the mm-hmm. of the wars conflict, uh, per se, when you know everybody's getting their weaponry and destroying <laughs> the planet. I loved seeing the backstory for Pyromagna because they've been hyping up her character, so I was happy to see that and seeing all the different titans and all that. Yeah. So I, I had a blast. It's it's a five. constant fives everywhere this one was really long it's good and it's really long like the the, the issue 25 was probably the longest issue we've read so far like it is longer than everything else it felt like three issues in one honestly and i think Mm -hmm. they would have been fine if they broke it up into different sections because it did feel like it had three different arcs in it uh, I think that would have been helpful a little bit with the pacing of things rather than be like constantly reading through the whole thing. But then it might have ruined some of the pacing, double-edged sword with I'll the pacing it. thing. I think a solid four and a half. Really good. Lots of good art, lots of good characters. There's a lot of characters, which I appreciate. Uh, I mm-hmm. I would appreciate if they made it dragged out a little bit so we can get to see more of the scenes or witness more of some of these you know the rescues or talking more between characters or a little bit felt a little too jam-packed that's that's what took off the half star for me 
But listeners, what did you think of these comics? How many Rod Stars would you give it? Let us know by leaving a comment below. <laughs> so, we have been getting emails, mostly from voice actors, but if you would like to get in contact with us, you can send us an email at Podcast. That is S-W-E-R-V-E-S-B-A-R podcast at gmail.com. See, I took lessons from Blair. Good job. Are I'm so proud of you. You two ready for Transformers Valentine's it's... Day special? Really? Is that right? <laughs> I thought the humans did that in February. Oh, well. So, the last part of the ending of the show. Do you have any toys you want to talk about? Pick one. Pick one. Nope, haven't bought if anything. I don't think so. <laughs> well, I... All right, cool. Perfect. I got a little we'll magic cards for What? I'm still looking so. for those. They're... They're not toys, but I got all the or the G one art. I'm still working on the shattered glass, but yeah. I got all the G one. Yeah, I want the shattered set, glass so. one too. Nice, nice, nice. Kilobyte, do you mind taking us out? We'll do. I could go for some uh, Belizeum <laughs> Saloni. If you've enjoyed this episode, consider sharing it with your friends and subscribing. If you want to help out the show even further, we have started a Patreon. All of the proceeds will go through supporting the show and keeping the lights on. Of course, we have some tiers that offer other forms of gratitude, such as 3D printed files and entry to our Discord channel. You'll even get early access to our comic review videos a week before they're publicly released, and also our D&D. We have a goal to reach 500 subscribers. We'll be holding a brand new kind of giveaway we've never done before, so make sure to click that subscribe button and tell your friends it's a good time. And as always, we hope you're all staying safe out there. Thank you so, so much for listening to All Our One. All Our One. To All Our One. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Swords Bar Podcast, and even on Tumblr. Yes, with everything going on on Twitter, we figured we should cover our bases. Speaking of which, you can also find us on Twitter at Swords Bar, if that's still a thing. If you're interested in more content, try checking out our spin-off D&D series, Transform and Rollout. Season 3, titled Eons, is now available. Let's tune in to a preview now. Splendid. <clears throat> Sorry. It's so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. That's that sounded way too sinister. <laughs> Followed by the nameless one. Do you want me to go bomb beam womp yeah, womp? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I want you to do that. Yeah. Bomb beam correct. womp womp. <laughs> Yeah, you wanna you wanna fill me in on what he meant by we're all gonna die? You are a terrible person. I hope you know that. Whoa! Be nice to our DM or he'll kill you. <laughs> Wait, well, he might he's already done that. Goodbye, Ooh. allegory. I can't believe you've done this to me. <laughs> How dare you? Uh, what is zero. happening okay, right perfect. now, guys? It's become a dating sim. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't realize that we were playing dating sim <laughs> Domina X Scorchfire. Good lord. Well, that was certainly something. There is also a YouTube channel with bonus content, such as video games containing funny comments and trendy shorts. A link will be provided below. And if you're so inclined, you can support us on Patreon, where you can get even more bonus content such as reading files, access to their Discord, and listen to the content before it's released to the public. More links will be provided below and transmission.